welcome to the Conversations About Light podcast, a King's Cross podcast illuminating our desire to engage in lighthearted conversations that are grounded in scripture. Our hope is that through these conversations, our community will be encouraged and grow in their curiosity about light. All right, welcome back to the Conversations About Light podcast. Hello, Josh and Stephen. Hey, Caleb. Hey, Caleb. How are we going? Very well. Yeah, very very well. good, very good. Yeah, very good. Why very good, Stephen? Because I'm with you guys. Oh. You guys are good company. Thanks. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad. Right. Yeah. Can't wipe the smile off my yeah. face now. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smiles in the room. Oh. Awesome. So we're continuing through the series of Gospel Living in James. Last week we had our awesome intro and this week we're diving into sort of the first bit of meat um, Mm. of the conversation. So we'll get into it in a second. But before we do, the question I have prepared. (laughs) Do you really prepare them? (laughs) Uh, Who who knows, Josh? (laughs) The question I've slaved over... Uh, Um, you do have a list there. I do. <laughs> well, this is actually the book of James. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, is if you were a Marvel superhero, who would you be and why? Well, I don't know <laughs> which ones are the Marvel yeah. ones. Right. I'll be able <laughs> yeah. to say yes or uh, no is, to an extent. Is, is Captain Underpants Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that just what you... <laughs> do Captain America. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a good physique. <laughs> it's fitting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's like I would like to do that, you know, like have a shield and yeah, you have a shield of faith, Steve. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Just a few weeks ago, I remember um, Josh was talking about how you came into Australia kicking and screaming, yeah. and now you're sort of settled. But Captain America, yeah. sort of being bringing freedom to the people yeah. <laughs> through the gospel of Jesus yeah, Christ to the enslaved Australians. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> awesome. I like it. Captain America is yeah. cool. What about you, Josh? What superhero can beat Captain America? I don't know who my my superheroes Actually, are. Captain Australia is that one? Uh, no, it, no. it will be. It soon. Will yeah, be soon. it will be. Yeah, with you, I'm pretty sure you can make your own rules, Josh. Okay. So I'm staying with Captain Underpants Underpants then, because apparently he's the most powerful. Nice. I love it. It's <laughs> good. Cool. Well, glad we got that out the way. Uh, so me too. <laughs> Our scripture for today is out of James uh, 1 verse 2 to 4, and I believe you're going to read it to us, Josh. Uh, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Cool. What are we noticing in this piece of scripture? Yeah, it doesn't start slow, does he? No. <laughs> it's like, wow. Count it um, all a joy yeah. as you face many trials. Yeah, of various kinds. It's just including everything. The, the first thing I know is, and I'm sitting here with an ex-accountant, it's like, <laughs> account it all joy. <laughs> in, in my head, I'm like, ah. Oh. Did you notice that, Steve, <laughs> yeah. as an accountant? <laughs> I did not, yeah. But I, I wonder. I wonder if this counted all joy. It's like this is happening. I'm going to put it in the joy column. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is happening. 
It's like that choice. Like, doesn't seem like yeah. joy, but yeah. that goes in the joy column. Like, that's right. That's an accounting practice, right? You put things in the right columns. Excuse my ignorance, Steve. But, uh, that's my base. You know, and I get this picture of like, count it all joy. That's the first thing I think. It was like, here's, here's James going, well, whatever's going on, you just move it into the joy column, and then <laughs> and then awesome. he explains how to do that's it. Right. So uh, yeah. then, then you have your rolodex of past joys. You yeah, can just thumb so, through, okay. turn okay. to whenever you, okay. you know, need someone to call. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, on that, I, I didn't notice that at all, but that sparked a, a memory. Um, I was reading about like grace and how it abounds, um, and the this author was saying the more. The closer you get to God, the more you abound in His love and His grace, um, and then the more opportunities you start noticing around you to see where you can like give grace and joy to other people. So it's like that whole thing of like yeah. by counting by noticing God's goodness or God's grace, yeah. then you're able to see opportunities where you can like count that as. Yeah like joining in in God's um, yeah. abounding grace. So it's almost like that just reminded me of like kind of a joy. Yes. You're able to see these opportunities, which if you weren't close to God, you wouldn't see a trial or tribulations as an opportunity to be joyful or put it in the joy bucket. Yeah. But yeah. being close to God, like somehow you've got a new lens on that. Yeah. You're seeing this thing through. Yeah, I think – having a, a newborn baby was probably the greatest opportunity for me to experience this. And uh, luckily before I had kids, I listened um, to a preach that just really touched my heart uh, about how children are grace from God into your life and mm. chosen for you. And then, and when I'd be up in the middle of the night with my son, you know, he might be crying for three hours and you're just holding him and you're tired and you, <laughs> You know, you know, you just don't. You have no strength. You're like I just, yeah. I can I barely you. hold this child. You know, and yeah. you know, and but in those times, just thinking, God is, God is changing me. God yeah. is, God is making me better. Like I'm being, like I'm stronger. Like I'm grateful for this situation. Mm. Like I have a child. You know, he's crying not because he's ill, um, but just because he's a baby. You know, and and um, yeah, and I was able. I don't say I like love those times. Um, so the pure joy, like yeah. that seems really into it. That's like <laughs> maybe when I'm more sanctified, I'll How experience that, that way. But I just, it enduring yeah. was, was almost easy in that sense. Yeah. It didn't feel easy in the time, but it's over. And then you, you thank God for it. You know, just, God, thank you. Like, I, I know you're doing something in my life and yeah. um, I can't wait to, to see it. Um, so it's that's beautiful. I love it. And leading on from that, what what do you notice in that second portion where it says, "For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness." Mm. Oh, sorry, just finishing on that yeah, last, last verse. He says, "When you face trials, not if," and that's like a big deal. I think you know sometimes Good. we 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 want the if version, but it's just like. In life, trials will enter your way, but right. they are grace. I think that's kind of what he's teaching us. How do you how do you move things into the joy column? Mm. It's God is emptying me of myself. Rescue is coming to me mm. in this. I'm being rescued mm. from the bondage of self love, mm. and I'm being graced. But yeah, he says. Sorry, I, I 
had a little breach in me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great. Honestly, I'm glad you yeah, added that, yeah. Josh, because it is important yes. that that when statement. It's yeah, not yes. like an if. Yeah. Because in our, I think we're very pain and suffering averse in our yeah. culture, yeah, so I think it's important to know that that is a part of. Unfortunately, the human condition yeah. is that that there, there is pain and there is suffering, yeah. and we all experience it. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, a conversation I've had with a few guys before is just um, in engaging with, with non-Christian friends, there seems to be this massive battle with this desire or this ideal that life, the, the best yeah. life is an easy life. Yeah. And um, the Bible tells a very different story. Yeah. And, and the Christian life is not meant to be an easy life. Yeah. It's supposed to be um, a joy-filled yeah. life but not easy. Yeah. And um, so I think it's helpful when we have that expectation. Um, I think even more so when we become Christians, it's like, oh, this, this is going to get tough. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're standing up against the devil. Yeah. Um, but we got the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We got God on our side. Um, but you're engaged in a war now. Yeah. And um, wars aren't easy. Yeah. And then that's why he goes to that next verse where he's like, you know, this testing of your faith produces a steadfastness. And I yeah. think that steadfastness, there's a grace of steadfastness, but there's also, he's right out the bat gone to the practical will of, of our lives. You know, it's yeah. like counted all joy. That's, that's not a theological idea. That's yeah. like in the midst of your trial, I have to enact upon my will. Yeah. Um, apply the gospel to my will, and so I, I love you saying this testing and the kind of the word there is the the metallurgy kind of testing, and I think uh, Paul Tripp talks about when you get ore out the ground, no one puts ore around their neck or on their face or on their ears. Like how beautiful does my my iron ore look, you know, mm. or gold? You purify that because there's impurities. There's a few things going on there for me. It's like James knows there's impurities. Says you know, he says you should know this. You should not be surprised that testing is coming because there's impurities in you. Very good. And, and God wants to produce your faith to produce a steadfastness. So I think there's this, this kind of non-surprised, we can sometimes be surprised by trials or by our own impurities. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, I didn't know I was like that. Yeah. But God's doing something. God is testing that metal and, and he's making something beautiful out of it. And mm. that's kind of a, it's a, that's, and it just becomes joyful grace. Like when you, when you go, when you have ore and then you have gold, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, that's, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And it's like someone, you know, you, the expression like you're testing my patience. Well, someone, <laughs> someone might be, might be sorry, testing. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Was I making that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll look away. <laughs> and, they, they may be testing your patience um, in order to bring anger and, and to get outside that patience. Um, but it's like God tests, yeah. your, tests your patience to increase your patience. Yeah. Right? And so, again, you talked about the overflow. Um, it's like, well, we're supposed to be patient and kind. Yeah. Well, we need to know that we're patient and kind in order to have the courage to, to express those mm. um, things to other people. Yeah. And to put ourselves in situations where we know it's going to be tested, you know, yeah. to be around people yeah. who are take a lot of patience. Yeah, and to yeah. love children, you know, which can take a lot of patience. But we're definitely called to love children. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I, f- I find it encouraging um, how this uh, obviously James is writing to a particular audience and that he has in mind his audience two thousand plus yeah. years ago, but 
it's very much applicable to us today. Like we need to know that we're going to face many trials and or various trials and um, that our faith will be tested. Um, but the promise is that it will produce steadfastness. So it's like almost, it, it's pretty incredible to think like, even though there's huge cultural differences, mm. like the root issues and the root struggles yeah. were, were similar. I mean, James is speaking to a situation, the first one is to those in the dispersion, they've been persecuted, they're like rarely under, mm. in trial, you know. James ended up being killed himself, martyred. So he understands real trial and, and pressure and, and I love how practically in that your steadfastness is something that you, God's called you to. Set your direction for the kingdom of God. The grace of God comes when you do that, when you yeah. set your direction, when you give yourself to his his kingdom. I think the we often want our rescue to revolve around our kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's some kind of trial. I just need a quick, quick fix. And, you know, that's not what the steadfast grace of God is calling us to. It's we set our, our direction in the kingdom and that is the and then we find that gift of grace just being, mm-hmm. you know, is available that that the grace is, that we need is just abundant. God is generous, as and I'm getting ahead, but he talks about how generous God is. Yeah. In in when we just set our direction, we're kind of doubting. I think that word doubting also the the, the kind of commentators talk about how it's a, sort of a choice, a, a, a not so much a does God exist doubt, but like a choice between will I give myself to this or to this. It's mm. used again in in the later chapters about choosing between the rich man and the poor man, and you're had you know you you you're double-minded about these mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and kind of the steadfastness is like the opposite of the double-minded. Mm-hmm. So I think the trials come, and they're an opportunity to lean into God to and just you know yeah get that going. Sorry, and, the, and that that perseverance yeah yeah that's that's the hope. Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily um, the joy. Right, I, I don't have this expectation that all of a sudden I'm going to be joyous in in my struggle. But mm. the joy is a product of the hope of perseverance. Like the perseverance is yeah. like, what do you want more than anything? It's like I want to stand yeah. before Jesus Christ. I want to yeah. per- persevere, and um, knowing that these trials develop that perseverance um, yeah. is, is what brings that joy. Yeah, and and it's not slap happy joy. Yeah. It's, it's it's hope, mm. um, which is just so powerful and yeah. so moving. It it allows you to withstand yeah. the floods. And I had an yeah. interesting um, conversation with someone one time, and they're they're saying um, they're just expressing candidly that I'm not sure how confident I am in my faith faith because my life's just been so easy. So like I just oh, wow. you know I follow Jesus, and that's kind of an easy thing to do because mm-hmm. I was kind of put in Christian circles, and um, yeah. So like I'm pretty sure I love Jesus, but I'm not too sure because like how would you know <laughs> and i was like wow, wow. this is a guy it's mm. he wants that hope he he wants yeah. that reality he wants his faith to be tested like he feels as though that's lacking and i you know this was years ago and this uh, same guy probably wouldn't say the same thing now yeah. um but it was just really yeah. it just spoke to that truth of yeah. wow we actually grow in our faith so much through these trials and our assurance becomes so assured um, that we become so grateful for the opportunity we had to suffer mm. with Jesus Christ by our side. Yeah. Mm. 
I'm amazed by how he ends these three verses when he's saying, you know, let steadfastness take its full effect, that you might be perfect, complete, whole, lacking in nothing. And I'm like, that, what? that would be joyful, you know, <laughs> to experience that. And I think it's part of what you're describing, Steve. It's it's only when everything else is pushed so much to the side. I don't know if you've ever experienced those moments when you just like you just have Jesus and that and nothing else matters anymore. Mm-hmm. That's pure wholeness and joy right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's hard to even explain unless you've encountered it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's how practical James is right here, saying he's in the midst of incredible trials, he's gone. When Jesus becomes your everything, that's the source of wholeness, the source of flourishing. Mm. Jesus was the only one who was perfectly steadfast. But if you if you pursue him, you will come. There's the flourishing is available. It reminds me of Psalm 1, you know, tree planted by the streams of water that just flourishes in all seasons. That's what he's talking about. It's like you are, when you are in that river, when you're, when Jesus is your everything, you've, you've, it's just flourish. It's joy and flourishing. Mm-hmm. So it can sound like a fairy tale. You know? Count it all joy in various trials. Mm-hmm. But James actually very. It's very real, very practical. Mm-hmm. But you can't theologize this. You have to find it yourself. You have to pursue Jesus. You have to get there. And mm-hmm. it's not, that's not an easy part, but it's a real part. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Even this conversation I had um, with with this friend, I can't just tell him. Oh well, when yeah. you experience trials, then you'll <laughs> yeah, feel yeah. more confident. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Like that doesn't really help. Yeah. You, the Christian life is is lived, um, and yeah, it's best lived in faith and in a real world that includes um, this battle that we're facing mm. trials. Brilliant, and we have a savior who suffers and has suffered with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, someone who sympathizes with us in the pits that we find ourselves and I think that's what you're you're saying Josh is we are able to lack nothing yeah if we have Jesus and if we believe that and know that I think it's beautiful yeah um so just in closing <coughs> is there an encouragement or thought that we can go into this next week um thinking about um or mm. even just into our table communities to um yeah, encourage one another with or chat with. Yeah, I, th- I think, Caleb, you, you just kind of really spoke to me there and just the reality of you're not alone. Like We live in a broken world and we have brothers and sisters that are suffering together. Um, and there's another passage in Corinthians, I think it says, uh, we suffer with those who suffer and rejoice with those who rejoice. And we're in it together. We're yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ. And we have one single hope. Yeah. And that is the perseverance of faith. Yeah. I think, I think those sufferings and trials and mysteries, are there are some in your life that you cannot solve, those trials and sufferings. And what if through those trials we began to see grace coming to us, mm. the grace to let go of the bondage to ourselves, the grace to finally rely on Jesus. There is an, an element of that that is grace, in, even in the things we don't understand. What a privilege to take that opportunity to trust God and count it all joy, to take it and put it in the column of God's goodness and joy is coming to me. That would be amazing.